under excel, what's a tag here? The excelling woman. The excelling woman. And um, can you follow with me to the book of, it's a very popular um, portion of the Bible that we all know. Proverbs 31, 10 to 12. We are just going to be reading those few. We know, if I, if we have to chorus it, we know we can all chorus it. <laughs> but there are some key things here that we want, we want us to see. So I thank God, please, if I have like 15 minutes to go, kindly let me know. So that you and I will be the timekeeper. <laughs> all right. Um, Proverbs 31, 10 to 12. I'm reading from ERV version. It says, an excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. And I know we have um, some jewels in the house. MPS jewels. Am I right? I think I've been privileged to minister to them online on their WhatsApp group. Aha. Uh -huh. And um, the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. Twelve. She does him good and not harm all the days of our life. So just tell yourself that as for me, whether you are married or not, I will do my husband good all the days of my life. As for me, I will do my husband good all the day of my life. I have sworn to do him good. I have covenanted to do him good. I have an oath under God to do him good. Everything about him prospers through me in my hands. As much as you empower me, Lord, he will be great. He would excel all the days of his life in the name of Jesus. And that is talking about a virtuous woman, an excellent woman. This version puts that word virtue as an excellent woman. And that's why we are here. Whether you're single, you're married, you are a single parent, you are widowed, you qualify as this woman and you'll see it as we go, as we go on. Regardless of whatever has happened, are there delays? And that's why this board here will soon get there. So that because there is a bedrock of what we need to understand before other scriptures will begin to come. Because it's not enough to just come, preach, and go. It's enough to see the practical expression of that word. So that as we see the practical expression of that word, we'll be able to pass. The essence of God's word is for you after this um, program. Like our sister said, to be able to personalize it. An expression that is not personalized can never bring an inspiration that will change your world. If you do not personalize it, this is just another event that you have marked the calendar for year 2021. And ushers are around. Amabi, what would they do? How many people attended? What count the offering? How many people gave their lives to Christ? How many speakers came? That was the report, or that is the report that will come up. But there is a greater report that is greater than what men can see. And that report, the only person that has the authority, the power over that report is you as a person. 
And it's until you personalize every expression. It does not become an inspiration that will change you from inside out. So please, peradventure you, you have just been sitting, you have just been following from Monday. Look at what has happened from beautiful programs. Please, this time, personalize everything that comes out of here. Who is an excellent woman? An excellent woman is that woman that is exceptionally good or proficient in an activity or a subject matter. An excellent woman is that woman who is an exceptionally good daughter to both our biological parents and spiritual parents and every parent figure in our life. An, an excellent woman is the wife that has sworn just as we have done to make her husband good all the days of her life. An excellent woman is that female warrior who has decided to stand in gap for her own biological, spiritual, and children generations to come to take charge of their lives and their future. Not only on her knees, but in the capacity God has given her in different facets of life. Things that happen from Monday to maybe Friday, they are not just for you to learn an additional skills. They are, the desire of the pastorate is that come next five years, you will be another sister tapere, sister thank God, and any other sister that have added value and virtue here. So that you begin to train many other children in different places. That's the purpose. This is not just an activity. An excellent woman is that woman that will convert everything she has learned here to begin to give to her world. An excellent woman is that minister that is ready to be the Aaron and the all in the ministry. The hand lifters. Not those ones that will be at the back consistently and they want to backbite. Because they keep saying, like my father-in-law will say, that those that backbite, their backs are always on the back. Because the brain is too small for irrelevance. If you challenge your brain, it will give back to you. If you fill them with things that will not be relevant, definitely our backs will be on the back. May our backs never be on the back in the name of Jesus. Who is that excellent woman? Our excellent woman is that woman that is ready to take over territories like a Deborah, an Esther, a Mary, changing narratives, changing dynamics. An excellent woman is, not that, is that woman that's already to give an excuse that it is Buari. They have not fixed the road. That's why I'm not on the island or Ikeja. I can't attend that training that will change my life because there was traffic. An excellent woman is that woman that wants to change the dynamics in medicine, in insurance, in politics, in entrepreneurial goal. And an excellent woman, finally, as I narrow down to this, is that woman who understands that the, who you are as a woman is a combination of a man, which means mankind, and womb, because you are a combination of a man with a jara, a beautiful jara from God, a man with a womb called woman. So that's the combination of that word that forms woman, womb. Womb, W-O-M-B, and man. 
and the womb God has given you is to birth visions, goals, and ideas. The biological womb is a representation of so many other things you and I have come to do in this world. The biological womb is one that brings birth biologically. Like I keep saying generally and you are aware. It is not everyone that births biologically that is qualified to, call, to be called a mother. The fact that you are pregnant nine months and you brought forth does not mean you are a mother. But I trust God that everyone in MPS today, and as many that are tied to MPS, they are worthy mothers in the name of Jesus. And as many that are trusting God for this beautiful gift, as we have declared, I asked for one, God gave me three. Your testimonies are bound in Jesus' name. But that is just one womb that God, one of the wombs that God has given you and I. An excellent woman is that one that has a combination of the biological womb to nurture babies, even to adulthood, with values and virtues of divinity. And has the spiritual womb to travel until she triumphs. Has the emotional womb never to close her eyes. The womb that brings empathy and sympathy. The womb that brings others, puts others in her shoes. Has the social womb. All these wombs are the wombs that every woman that wants to be a wife, that is already a wife, should crave to have. Because... If it's just that only one womb that we keep focusing on, there, there is a problem. Because the pigs do better than us. Yes or no? Uh, okay, maybe some of us have not seen pigs. But many of you have those rats in the houses disturbed. Those not big ones, those small, small ones. How many of you have seen them or have them in your houses? But people are forming, no. In fact, they don't have. Mama, they are not here. You don't have rats in your houses. I, I have. I had. And I keep chasing them out. But it's as if the house is here. They have the shuffers, the cleaners, the... Please, give them, give them to me. You know, we don't call drivers, drivers. Their houses, they have the shuffers. They, they are in a shuffer-driven cars. And what else do you have? That's why they don't have those rats in their houses. How many of you have those rats? Ah, it's only mama. Ah. Even in London, they have it. In the US, they have it. In Canada, they have it. It's only in the church that will be for me. <laughs> eh? Even those rats, they give birth without antenata. Yes or no? You don't want them, they're just giving birth. Have you seen those pigs? Do they give birth with the, with the midwife or a nurse? So what we are driving home is that. Challenge yourself as an excelling woman. That beyond the biological womb, there are other wombs you need to make the one you are birthing biologically excel more than every other child. 
that woman that has a womb to conceive ideas is that woman that will do her husband good all the days of her life. Remember in this Proverbs 31, if you read, read through, it also makes us understand that that woman has a financial womb. That was why she's able to buy, they said she ships from the far. Abby, she's like that merchant ship that brings her goods from afar. And you know something? That's the woman that has a womb that gives her husband the price. They said, the husband sits at the gates. In those days, who are those ones that sit at the gates? The elders, the rulers, the kings and captains, the decision makers. She does not have an idle husband. Even if the husband loses his job, for one reason or the other, she has a spiritual and emotional womb to pray that job back. If the contracts are not working, she has them. And said she sits at the gate and they see the virtuous woman coming. That excellent woman is coming. And they are, they are giving the guy thumbs up. Oh boy, your babe, they come home. Ah, see how she sets. She not set alone, she get brain. She don't get brain alone. If she decree like this, devil no say don't enter trouble. Who is that excellent woman here? So when the excellent woman is coming from an international trip with her luggages, even when the husband is at the, at the gate with the elders, the husband's head is swelling. That thank God I don't have that woman that is just sitting like that. Thank God. And the other, the, the friends of the husband say, ah, oh boy, you lucky. you. Ah. Oh, now, see, I, I wish my wife is like you. For your sake, somebody will say, I wish my, life, my wife is like you. In the name of Jesus. For your sake, other women will be challenged at your purpose. In the name of Jesus. For your sake, other women will stand up and know that, yes, I am not praying enough. I am not sharing the word enough. I am not evangelizing enough. I am not taking care of my husband enough. I am not taking care of my children enough. For your sake. For your sake. And I decree and declare over you from now henceforth, you will be that living epistle that men are reading all around in the name of Jesus. You will be that living epistle in the marketplace in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the Lord has begun to empower you afresh. You are an excelling woman. You cannot afford to fall short of that. What can make up this excelling woman? What can make up this excelling woman? The first one is that woman who understands that without God, I am nothing. Proverbs 31.30. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. But the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You know that everything God has given you is from God. Please, I, I want this board. I hope we can see here. Is it better here? Okay. Can I have the marker? But it's easy, like I said, to preach and the duster, please. We can bring the whole pack. It's easy to say, thank you, the whole pack. It's easy to preach it. But I may not know what you are going through. Say, Pastor Nike does not understand. My pastor does not understand. My pastor's wife does not understand. But we have a God that understands. But do you know that when you are in that level of you don't, they don't understand, they don't understand. 
nothing changes. Nothing changed for Elijah until God reminded him, if you don't stand up from where you are whining, I have many other prophets that will replace you. God does not want to listen to stories. I don't understand. I was a child. I was raped when I was growing up. I didn't have parents. My mother and my father were fighting. Those things are the, the fact, but they are not the truth about you. You went through them. But God is taking you to a level that he does not want you to look like what you have been through. And that's why we need to understand. Truly, we have different journeys. And I just have a display to, to, to carry out. Remember what Job said in Job 14. He said, there is a hope for a tree. Even though it is cut down and the storms are grounded. But at the scent of waters, it sprouts up. Regardless of the journey, something is about to happen to us today. In the name of Jesus. I hope you can see what I'm drawing. These are trees. These are trees. Let's say these are flowers. I want to make it a bit colorful. These are flowers. Flowers. We have the leaves, right? What's happening to my green, color green? We have the leaves. We have the leaves of the tree. What else can we have? We have the fruit. Yes, I wanted someone to remind me of the fruit. Fruit. Right? So this is a beautiful tree, right? A colorful one. If I remove all this, if I remove this, will this tree live? It will live. If I remove this, will it live? Will it survive? If I remove this, will it survive? Why? Because the root is still rooted. It still has this. Okay, if I remove all of this, leaving this, will it survive? Uh -uh. With removing all these beautiful flowers, the leaves, the fruits, it will still survive as long as it's here. Okay, if I leave all of this, all the big, big fruits, the green leaves that can make shade, at least when there is sun, we can sit there. The flowers, if I leave everything, 
And I just decide to remove all this. These ones are still there. If I remove this, will it survive? Why? Because all these beautiful things are connected to the tree. Right? They are connected to the tree. And the tree is connected to the root. And the root is in the soil that brings the, the what? The nutrients. What this one is saying is that this is where all of us, regardless of our journey of life, is. This trunk represents our womanhood. Protect your womanhood. If you are not a woman that is mentally, emotionally sound, you may not be able to carry out all these responsibilities. One branch may represent the branch of a wife. Another one represents what? Eh? Another one represents what? Daughter. What else? Daughter-in-law. Sister, aunt, a friend to someone, a pastor, the MD of your company, the banker, the teacher. Everything that is like attached to your purpose are those branches that will bud the leaves, that will bring the trees and the beautiful flowers that become an attraction to people. If you do not protect this, every other thing may lose its relevance. That's why you see in some offices, once someone's marital, someone has a marital issue, he or she begins to make mistakes in the office. You may wonder, she still does not understand that I am widowed. As a matter of fact, you are the most privileged of all the promises. Because it's in your state that God has said, I am. I am the husband of the widow. The father of the fatherless. For every widow here, or single parent, I am declaring over your life again that God is carrying you anew and afresh. In the name of Jesus. And no longer shall any young in MPS become widowed. Widowhood is an abomination here. In the name of Jesus. But you know one thing. For those young ones, God is saying, this might be cut off. Don't allow this to be taken away. This might have been cut off, as a matter of fact, many times, once it's cut off, it's, it might be easier. For some, it is the branch of being a wife. Just like the widowed, when you have a marital challenge, 
that is being threatened as if there is no money or no nutrient. Concentrate on this. Because when you lose your sanity because that marriage is challenged, I want to know soon over Mura I want to go to. Eh? Know that this is when you concentrate on this, you know your promises and your personality in God. And you'll be able to go back to him according to his word and challenge him. Say, Father, ha, I know my, my, your word concerning my life. You are the author of marriage. I am not giving my marriage out. This, my husband may be behaving this way. He may not be praying enough. I feel he does not listen. I feel he does not have empathy. I feel he's not treating me as his wife. I hand him over to you. After all, the Bible says the heart of a king is in the hands of Lord, the Lord. Like water course, it directs them to wheresoever it pleases him. Why don't you begin to influence that man? Like, a, you know what happens? Remote control. When you have remote control, only remote control, though. not the one that Jezebel had. You know, Jezebel has remote control. There's something beautiful about that woman, but she used it negatively. She was a woman that had influence over her husband. But her own was witchcraft. Carried a husband that knew God to, to go and um, worship idol. In that place that you are, once you understand here, you understand your position, you begin to use remote control. God, it is me and you, you know, see me. This man, his life must be good. I have sworn to you that I will do him good all the days of my life. And so this is the good I want. This man is about losing this job. I'm using this remote control. A new dawn of favor. The next level. He's tired of this office. Please move him to this next level. You press new control, next level. This man is not praying enough. He's challenging authorities. His anger is setting him to a place. New control, patience. Remote control, patience. God, you and me, this man, the way he's going... We will not add Nilakojo. He's doing money everywhere. I want him to help, but he's wasteful. Remote control, discipline. So, when you know all those things, but if you lose it here, do you know why people lose it here? It's because we have decided not to be spiritual, you have decided to be emotional. When you dwell more on emotion, you lose it here. Because the man, you see a man that wants to talk to you anywhere you belong, anywhere he sees you. Don't blame him. Maybe that's how his, his father was talking to his mother anywhere. It is until you are here, you probably begin to make excuses that if this is what this man is used to, why do you want his word, the way he speaks to you, to define you? What he's telling you at that time, is that what, who God is calling you? And we begin to change the meaning. You must understand the power of meaning. Say, that's his own mindset. But remember the remote control that will make him soft and he's still in your hands. While he's going through the process of understanding that he's supposed to be an excelling man, you now begin to use the remote control, but don't lose your spirituality. Ensure you are more spiritual than emotional. I'm not saying you will not be emotional. Ensure you are more spiritual. As a mat matter of fact, there are three. Spiritual, logical, and emotional. Emotional should be, as long as you are married, 
Emotional should be the least because marriage is not emotional. There is a display of emotion in marriage. But if you dwell on emotions, our husbands are never the same. But you have the remote control under God. You can only use this remote control when you have not lost hair. For some of us, it's the delay of being a wife. As single sisters, remember that delay is not denial. God is only reserving you for the best that can nurture you. God is only reserving you for the best that you can tag along on the path of destiny and purpose. But it is only when you have an understanding here that you even know the purpose that he's calling you on for. If you do not know the purpose he has prepared uniquely for you, it's very important that you, you, it's, you, it's very important you realize that you become emotional and desperate and you go for anything in trousers. When you are emotional, you are counting the number of your friends that have gotten married. This branch will also be challenged. And it may never grow. But when you know what you carry here, you will be able to wait. Say, though it tarries, wait for it. You know that you are not carrying the pregnancy of a maze. Neither are you carrying the pregnancy of a yam. Why you are being delayed is because you are carrying the pregnancy of a cocoa tree. A maize can sprout in three months. A cocoa tree may take three, um, maybe a year or two to sprout. But when it's sprouting, it's sprouting forever. So your waiting is worth your while. But what will justify it is this, your womanhood. What are you doing with your womanhood? Are you excelling in your womanhood? Are you thriving in your womanhood? I have a friend that we felt she married late. But when she married late, still at 40, and she married as a virgin. And she's thriving now in the U UK. The same ministry she was doing here, she continued in the UK. What would that man of purpose find in your hands when he comes? That he may not miss his, your face, but the purpose behind that face, he may miss you because... The purpose, you have allowed your purpose to, to leave your hand. He's seeing the face, he's not seeing that purpose. And he says, God, I don't think this is the woman I prayed about. Because you allowed this place to be emotional. So in your weight, be busy. In your weight, excel. Excel in your purpose. Excel in your ministry. Excel in your business. Excel in your career. The person that deserves you. As long as you have developed this place, will come. You are developing this place emotionally, spiritually. You are developing this place even socially and intellectually. God are those days that will say, don't buy that cow because men will run away. Men will run away because they are not the men that deserve you. That man that will run away because you are driving a car and you are walking in Lekki and that man wants to make you pretend as if you are okay and you know that you have that, you need that car and because of what people are saying, it is because you have not developed here. When you have developed here, as a matter of fact, that man that, you des that deserves you may even be in Banana Island and you are walking in Lekki. He may even be here but he must find you doing something. Because we ask singles, what are you bringing to the negotiation table of marriage? The Bible says two shall become one, not two half. 
It is too whole. If you are spiritually whole, you deserve a spiritually whole brother. If you are emotionally whole, you deserve an emotionally whole brother. If you are financially whole, you deserve a financially whole brother. Sisters, don't go and look for ATM. It's my ATM. It's my mama. They know how you work now. correct to Lagos. They know how she works. They don't have such here. And they cannot copy them. Our husbands will continually be our heads. God will grant us husbands that will provide for the homes. But God will not make you the lazy wives and mothers in the name of Jesus. When all these are healthy, it is because this womanhood is well protected. Challenges will come that may make you lose a business or a contract. But don't allow it to affect your health. Don't allow it to affect your prayer life. Don't allow it to affect your relationship, your social life. Some of our sisters cannot go for family gathering because they will ask you, where is the IV coming from? And you tell them, it is not now because the person that deserves me is not, has not yet come. Don't let that situation turn you to another person that God has not created you for. I have a sister that look, looked at his father. Daddy, don't, the day you disturb me in this house, I'll pack my load and go. While she was saying that, she was praying. While she was saying that, she was making herself available. That sister is already about to will get married any, any moment from now. But she said, the day you disturb me in this house, I'll pack my load and go. That sister, you know, when you are also waiting, what are you building in your character? Some may have all that looks physically okay, but it's the character that is depriving them. So that's why you need to be very careful. Even when you are saying no, be sure that your character is not the one that is repelling those brothers. So even if as the woman in the house, you have your husband, your children, your in-laws, your family to watch over. But you cannot successfully watch over them when this place is not whole. Many women have issues with their mothers-in-law. Right? And they don't understand how to fight the battle. Particularly when you are married to a firstborn son, an only son, a lastborn son, a son of a widow, or a son of a single parent. If you do not understand the skills, may we not fight all the days of your life in Jesus' name. And may you not be one that is spiritually killing somebody without knowing or knowing. You know how? Some sisters will say, I don't want to meet my mother-in-law when I marry. Spiritual mother. Akpanima yoda. They don't have gun, but they are killing. Because somebody has somewhere has told you that his own mother-in-law is a witch. Who told you your own is a witch? Did you fly at the same time to know that she's a witch? Thank God my sister-in-law is here. In fact, she's not my sister-in-law, she's my sister. She knows that when I wanted to get into their family, I told my husband, before your mother discusses with, me, with you, Eva, between me and your mother, you will not even know what is going on again. Do you know why I did that? While we were in school, please permit me to come down. This man told me he's the firstborn son. How when things went bad, after the father had two brand new cars, 
after wives. How the mother and him will come together to look for money to take care of the younger ones. How the mother used to Ankara for many years. How he will go and work in a construction company so that the younger ones can feed. How when the father died as an Ogoni man, how the mother and him baited the man and buried him before Ogoni people came. And how they confronted them. How they were praying together. And I borrowed my sense, myself sense that these two are close. For a woman that has gone through this for the sake of her children, she deserves to be taken care of. And how best can I work it out? I now understand that if I want to totally love my husband, I must first love the mother. If I do not love the mother and become a competitor, some of us, we have been trained to become competitors. Instead of complimenting the effort of your mother-in-law for the past 20, 30 something years, she has taken care of that man. social media. And please, I need three sisters to quickly come. Three sisters, just come. To show that the greatest peace you can give to yourself is when you make your husband, you know, we talked about remote control. Such that when your husband is talking, he will first ask you. Every man has a mumu button. You have your own mumu button. If, I mean, in order to you call it love language. If you have that man that is too tough, you think he's tough, you cannot talk, he has mumu button. If you think any nobody can talk to him, it's a lie. He has mumu button. Better go and check his mumu button and use that remote control to control it. But you are controlling him into greatness, yo. Because he's the leader. You are the influence. He's the head. We are not competing it. You are the neck. What does a neck do? Look up. Come down. Move right. Move left. He's okay. Who has influence? So which, which fight are you fighting? And when you know, he, like my own husband, oh yeah, begin to pull that sister in front, in the middle. Pull, pull. 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 This is the wife. This is the mother-in-law. This is the husband. Oh yeah, pull. Pull. Eventually, what happens, what do you think will happen between, among the three of them? What do you think can happen? They will tear apart. We, we, we did NYC, talk of war. You know, remember talk of war. If group, group by group, they are using talk of war, what happens to the middle of the talk of war? What happens is that every time you become a competitor with your mother-in-law, you are scattering the head of your husband. Please go and sit and clap, clap for them. Every time you become a competitor, you don't like her, you don't do this, yeah, she's naughty, she's hard. Yeah, she's hard. Get her mumu button. She does not even talk. I don't know what my man needs. Every time, one God is okay. Maybe in her heart of hearts, 
You know, so many of our mothers, when we are getting married, they are not even prepared to lose their, not that lose, lose for good. Especially single mothers. That everything they had was maybe that boy, that child. And all of a sudden, the boy wants to get married. It's a mixed feeling situation. Make it easy for her. Because she's happy, but at the same time, she has built everything around that child. And somebody is just coming. I'm telling you the mindset. Somebody is just coming to take that boy away. You cannot change another adult. You can only influence it. So you begin to consciously walk, but you bypass our conscious resistance. So instead of struggling, you now move to the side of your mother-in-law. As you move to the side, like those sisters, if the two of them are now pulling the one in the middle on the same side, will anybody be tired? Nobody will be tired. Except you are saying she is not pulling him to the way of the Lord. But the Bible says, even in it, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are a preserver. Through your influence, your character, God will use you to minister to her. But far be it, let's face it, many of us, the essence of all this is because of what we have heard. How you saw somebody deal with somebody else. May the Lord grant us understanding in Jesus' name. If you want to treat, if you, there are ways to treat, we call it the praise acronym. Not for this class, but maybe another time. Praise her. Praise, praise her. That's P. Praise her and, and on, until she's happy. R, respectfully respond to her request. Respectfully respond to her request. A, Abi, P R A, Abi, A, assess our needs. Assess our needs. How do you assess our needs? Don't wait until mama keeps telling her, mother, need the gas, you. Ah, my cylinder is up. And you go to her kitchen. You see that her pots are already black. You see that she needs something. You'll be waiting for her to, to fulfill the scripture. Ask her and it shall be given. Abby, assess her needs. There was a year. In fact, thank God my son-in-law is here. At a time, one of those days I entered my mother-in-law's um, wardrobe and I was asked, I don't know why that thing happened and I looked at it we are three wives and I assessed those things by the grace of God that came from me and I could say over 70% of things in our wardrobe were from me even my mother follows me to the market to shop for my mother-in-law don't wait until she begins to beg that's when you'll be angry and he's talking to only her son only her son. If you put yourself in the rightful position, she will, he will not, before he talks to the son, he will, she will talk to you. Assess her needs. I inquire from her. Assess and inquire, they are the same, almost the same. Inquire. Ask her questions. As you're asking her questions, she will tell you a story of what happened in 20 something years ago. What happened? Ah, my friend offended. As she, you are hearing that, you are already trying to know those things that can make her angry or that can make her sad. If she's talking about other people, you already know. 
so that you will not fall into that situation. That's I. Then S, serve her with speed and smile. Serve her with speed and smile. You are giving it to her. You are kneeling down. Ah, mommy, when next I'm coming, I'll bring something greater. Not that you are even frowning. She, she, won't, she won't even want anything from you. And E, exceed her expectations. You become a beloved. And your life will be better. And you begin to excel in Jesus' name. Who is a wife? A wife is a willing inspirer for earthly and eternal relevance. Willing inspirer. Wife. W-I-F-E. You are a willing. They are not forcing you. Many of us, when we were desperate, you entered. When you now enter, you begin to wear long faces. From today, you are changing your, your system in Jesus' name. Eh? You want to enter that house. I, I told somebody, I said, don't, be, don't, don't fulfill Guinness Book of Record. That is when you came in that this, everything scattered. That let me just enter. If I enter here, eh, they will know who I am. Willing. You are a willing wife. I told my husband when we wanted to enter. As, as at the time we were married, two of her sisters, her older and her younger, had not given birth. One for maybe about nine years and, and so. And he told me that the mom, mama was worried that this is the third marriage. That what will happen? What will people call her? And I told him, I don't know what has happened. Confidently, I said, as I'm stepping my feet into your family, they will give birth to you. The first one and our first son, they were just like one, exactly one week apart. In fact, that one gave birth before we gave birth. After nine years or so. I said, I don't know. Instead of me to be afraid and to be going, Baba Yemiwo, prophet, eh, in my husband's house, and before you go to a psychological prophet, they will do two plus two combination. Two have not given birth. They will not say it's your mother-in-law that is doing you. I just told him, I said, I mean, I don't know what has happened, but as I entered the house, I'm not even talking about, I was not talking about myself. I said, two of them, they will give birth to you. I don't know. Are you a willing inspirer? A willing inspirer? Am I? You are not an instructor. You are an inspirer. We have this, said it. You are the inspire. You insp the power of inspiration is greater than the power of leadership. But you don't wear it. And that's why the next Holy Spirit your husband has is you. If you stand in your stead. The name is wife. Isa. That's the Hebrew meaning. Isa. Help that only God can give. A strengthener. A support. So, you are the, so don't be too humble to know that you are the next second Holy Spirit. It is not humility to know. That no, ah, I don't want, mm -mm, that is who God has made you. And that's why your declaration over him must come to pass. That's why you must do him good all over, all, all the days of his life. For earthly and eternal excellence. We've said all this, and that's the summary of all I've said. A willing inspirer for earthly and eternal excellence. You are not the one that will always provoke him to anger so that you forget to pray. And your children will begin gradually to live a prayerless lifestyle. On Monday, you are, you are keeping malice. On Tuesday, as you wanted to have devotion, you started shouting on each other. On Wednesday, you remember that I didn't give you money last, last month. And you are suspending prayers. 
No time you are, lay, you are not laying hands on your children in the night. You are not declaring over them. Don't only do it when they are sleeping. Do it around them. Let your children know your prayer time. My children know when I want to, okay, you are not sleeping early. Yes, I need to do prayer work. They know. Are you in the office? What are you doing? Oh, sorry, I'm disturbing you. Don't pray in a way that they are not seeing you when you are praying. What you do is, diff, is greater than what you say. And you are suspending heavens. And you expect them not to do it. Bible says the glory of the latter shall surpass the former. And the opposite are the shame of the latter. If you don't pray at all, they will not just pray. They will go to the shrine. May our children never go to the shrine in Jesus' name. That's what is happening. You are, you are a willing inspirer for earthly and eternal excellence. As I round up, how can you fulfill this excelling role as a woman? Number one, self-discovery. We've talked about that. Discovery of self. Your purpose for your personal life and your marriage. Many of us just got married. But God will go to that foundation and begin to right the wrong. In Jesus' name. You can have your marital vision. Have the two-year vision. Have the one-year vision. Have the ten-year vision. Don't just get married and get married. And be doing marriage. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to accomplish? Financially, spiritually, ministerially. Many things we are doing now was what God told my husband and I on the first day of our courtship. Not marriage. First day of our courtship, 22nd of November, 1999. First day that your home will be a role model for other homes to follow. As I said, yes, he grabbed my hands on campus. And we went to pray. And he said it. God told us. What is your ministerial vision? When we were growing, you know, read him, that will be backbiting. It was a friend that said, hey, they, the way they are just going. And a friend said, he, chal he challenged them. That he knew these people when they started, when they were ministers in RCCG. And my, he said, Nike so ministry Then I was still a banker. My husband is one that prefers his ministry than his business. If you call him for business, call him for ministry, choose ministry. And we did not just happen into it. It was, it was my pastor in fellowship. What is your ministerial vision? What is your financial goal? What is your spiritual goal? Spiritual goal is different from ministerial goal. Because many things that happen in church is religion without spirituality. Activity. What are your goals for your children? So that when you are a bit far from them, you go back to the drawing board. When it's not looking at like what God showed you in a vision, you go back and cry back to God. So purpose is very key. Like Esther said, for this purpose was she planted in the palace of the king. She was a queen, but the position and the purpose of a deliverer for her was far greater than the title of a queen. That position was there for her to fulfill purpose. And so because she knew the purpose and she had support system that reminded of her our, 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 our purpose. Who is your support system that will remind you of your purpose when you are falling aside, when you are chasing glamour, when during the wedding you are forgotten that there is a marriage after wedding, 
Who are those friends? I will tell you the truth. And Esther was reminded by Mordecai that you are not wearing that crown because of you. You are wearing the crown because of the many Jews that might have perished. So your purpose must be greater than your position. In your office, why are you there as the accountant? Is it to deliver that company from fraud? In the children's department, why are you placed there? Is it for that child that has been abused and the parents did not know? What are you learning? For the sake of that child, are you going to Google? For the sake of that child, one child out of 200, are you, are you praying for her, for him? That child that you know that he has been sexually abused, she has been, maybe for that sake, God placed you in the children's department in MPS. For that very purpose, Esther was placed in the palace, not to wear the crown of a queen, but to be a deliverer. For that purpose, Mary was brought out, not as only virgin that existed there, but a, a virgin with a purpose. And a savior came from her. What is that purpose of your existence? What is the purpose of my existence? What is that purpose in that man's house? The moment you fulfill that purpose, he will live, oh, he will live greatly. I will only take this purpose because time has gone. As I round up, I remembered many years ago, my husband bought a, I think a land or a lease, I can't remember, from a man and the man cheated him. Cheated him so badly and it became very, it was a fierce um, argument and, you know, altercation here and there. And the last meeting we held with the man, we didn't know he had called um, some ballets to come and witness. My husband went with me. And when I got there, the man talked over the cheating. What did I do? I just knelt down. I said, Tuba, Emma Binusa. My husband was surprised. He was surprised. And the man was saying, Chai, 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 chai. If not for your wife. If not for your wife. Yeah, and he was saying, Chai, 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 chai. That was the end of it. For that meeting, they discussed and resolved. Two weeks later, that man died. If they had not resolved that issue, what would be said of him? Please rise up on your feet. An excelling woman, an excelling wife, an excelling daughter, an excelling minister, an excelling mother. The Bible says about Jesus. For this purpose was the Son of Man displayed that he might destroy the works of darkness. Until you realize purpose, passion will be in futility. And excelling may be a strange language in your hands. So lift up your hands this afternoon and say, Father, Father, open me up to myself and help me to find my purpose anew and afresh. Thunder to prayers. Open me up. Open me up, Lord. Help me to find my purpose. Have I missed it? Help me. Am I on the journey of purpose? Empower me. Open me, Lord. The creation awaits my manifestation. Open me up, Lord. Because eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it come to the mind of any. What you have in stock to do in me, through me, and for humanity. 
Open me up to my purpose. I do not just want to live. I want to impart life. Open me up because I know because I die daily. I do not just want to die in vain. Open me up, Lord, to my purpose so that I can excel in life, excel in my marriage. Open me up, oh Lord, to my purpose so that my children cannot call me a cost. Open me up to my purpose so that, yes, I can deliver my home to you in eternity. Open me up to my purpose, Lord, so that my, my work for you will not be in vain. Open me up, Lord. Open me up. I'm ready, Lord. Open me up. Open me up. I must excel as a woman. Open me up. I must excel as a wife. Open me up. I must excel as a daughter of Zion. Open me up, Lord. Open the eyes of my understanding. Open the eyes of my understanding. Teach me what to do. By the power of the Holy Spirit, teach me, Lord. I submit myself to you. Holy Spirit, empower me. Open my eyes of understanding in the name of Jesus. All my spiritual gates are open. All my spiritual gates are open for your instruction. I am a willing wife. I am an inspiring wife. For his earthly and eternal excellence, I say I will do him good all the days of my life. Open me up to my purpose, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Our Father and our God, we thank you. This that you have spoken to us, the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask, oh Lord, that from now our lives are better for it in Jesus' name. Lord, we see our lives as dress rehearsal of reigning with you in your kingdom. Father, prepare us for your use in the name of Jesus. Everything that has sabotaged your intentions for our lives, in our character, in the way we have lived every compromise. Father, we ask, let your mercy speak for us in the name of Jesus. In ways that we have not been supportive enough for our husbands, our children, Lord, empower us afresh in Jesus' name. We receive a new oil of favor, oil of gladness. We receive a new strength, capacity to excel, capacity to excel, capacity to excel. Thank you, eternal Father. The grace to love you the more, to walk with you. The grace to turn back from all forms of unrighteousness. Please endow us in Jesus' name. Thank you, ancient of days. For in Jesus' name we have prayed.